0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags
1: on the field.
2: Tuesday, June 20th. We're back. National Ugly Dog Day. And you don't think there's ugly dogs? No, I. That's just my
3: personal opinion. But you boys go for it.
2: I don't know. I feel like there's definitely uh, ugly dogs. I'm thinking of Cookie's dog. Not to name any names, but I love
1: Cookie's dog. <laughs> this is gonna not to get too into this because nobody knows. How it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but i like the dogs i don't like like i like the dogs with the flat faces and stuff like that i just don't like the ones that have really matted hair or like the people there's the ones that have the crusty eyes i think are gross
2: <laughs> well when you have like the flat faces ones you got to spend like an hour a night like cleaning them off you know what i'm talking about because otherwise you can't let stuff get in their nose you know what i'm saying do i have this right or am i i could be wrong <laughs> i mean you're the only dog owner here that is true that is true my dog's not ugly i like my dog generally um or what about have you ever
1: seen like a dog that's mangy that has like maybe this isn't like on house dogs but like on strays it'll have there's dogs that i think it's i think it's that's what the term is and then they lose their hair and that like oh wow quite gross yeah
3: i'm not a big uh, like if i had to pick a breed like type of dog that i don't like it's the it's the purse dogs like the miniature, like, oh, freaking yeah. smaller than my cat type dogs. Like, oh, they just bark a lot. And I don't know, kind of annoying.
2: Yeah. More importantly, it's it's like the deadest of dead. We're back in the absolute freeze out from sports. Baseball is the only thing on, and the Jays are bad. I think it's something like 70, 80 days until football. Uh, I think it's about four months till basketball. So times are tough. We're going to have a show next week with Rig. He's going to do 10 steps to fix the flames. So that's going to be key. And then there's maybe a, a Kalum dating special coming down the line. Whenever that comes that will be electric. So it is the dog days, but we're uh we're going mean, to make I it think work.
3: this is the like final week of like okay stuff cuz you got the NBA draft, NHL draft, and you got free agency in about a week like weeks time. And then after, like July, as soon as like July 2nd hits, basically, or July 3rd, it's like, yeah, like it's yeah, over. Yeah,
2: it's a freeze out. I think there's still good enough stuff to talk about this week, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, and I think that the, the big thing is probably Brad Beal today, because uh, that happened yesterday. Although Owen's laugh does, I think, resonate with everybody on this show, because saying it is like it's a big move Maybe on paper, yeah, but I'm not so sure that it's going to uh, impact who wins the championship next season or who makes the second round next season.
1: I don't even know if, like, on paper it's, like, that good of a move because really high usage, high volume shooter, basically, is what you're getting. He Last year he shot, like, 36% from three. And so, I mean, he's just, like, a really super high usage shooter. So I don't know. (laughs) What (laughs) a trade. (laughs) yeah and he's like you know he's he's like 30 years old he's he's he costs like 40 million dollars or whatever it is 45 what is it something crazy right i think think it's gonna get up
2: to 50 i think he gets up to 60 i think it's like the worst contract ever
1: yeah and so i get people like why is the price so low like i saw i don't was it mccollum or something like that was on twitter like how is the price so low it's like yeah josh hart which is like i mean Honestly, it's almost an overpay for what you're getting because the, the, the worst part is the Suns now have to fill out a roster. So they have to get like nine or ten other like serviceable NBA quality players with like $10 million <laughs> or 14 or whatever it is. Like it's just I don't understand how that's even possible. Like I guess you have to call Dwyer um, and maybe yeah. Boogie Cousins to come in. Maybe Isaiah Thomas or something like that will come,
2: but – I do, because it seems like with this, again, I'm with Alex on the show me before you tell me situation with this new salary cap, but it does seem like pretty much $180 million is a hard cap. Like you can bookmark that number as you literally aren't allowed to go over it. And I think with, they have Campaign, Aiton, uh, Durant, Booker, and Beal, and I think that alone is 171. So they need to fill out like 10 spots with like literally 9 million, which is just going to be vet minimums. I just don't understand how you watch the heat go to the finals with like a real strong cast of role players. And that's pretty much all they had to get there And with one star, two stars. And uh, you decide to with yourself, with your roster. Yeah, we need to get a third star and fill out the rest on minimums.
3: There's so many things to unpack here. Um, First of all, I didn't realize how annoying Suns fans are. Like they're actually really annoying. Like before they got good, like they were just kind of quiet and stuff, but they talk a lot on Twitter and they're super annoying. Saw a lot of like not doesn't matter, like favorites in the West. Like, I don't care that <laughs> like, we don't have a roster to fill out, like we've got a you know, a big big three. All right, <laughs> sure big three you, you know kevin durant hasn't played over 60 games i think since 2019 and neither has beal um <laughs> and the odds that both of them are healthy by like round two of the playoffs are minimal um and then they're you know oh, we're gonna trade eight you're not getting like four solid role players for eight that's not happening he's a negative asset he's on a bad contract um i mean they can keep him if they want but I think you know they think they can just trade Aiton and just get all these really good role players, which is absolutely not happening. Like he's a negative asset; no one really wants Aiton. I don't think the Miles Turner for Aiton trade is on the table anymore. Like I don't, I don't see why Indiana would want to do that. And yeah, it's it's honestly it's not it's not a good trade at all. I, I the price, whatever, and then the, the fact that they gave him a no movement clause in that
2: deal—that's the Wizards is, uh, who, who gave that at first, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's that's some all time shit. Like it's here. Let's make you like this. Give you the worst contract in NBA history, and you get a new no movement clause.
2: Like Um, you give no trades to the Wiz. (laughs) You give no trades to Luca, and like Wembenyama. Like those are the they're
3: like Bradley
2: Beal. (laughs) Yeah,
3: and and like Owen said, like he was the best player on a really bad team. And of course, I mean, he only only had twenty three points per game. Honestly, man, you should be averaging more than that. I mean, what what was Przingis taking the ball away from Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be averaging more than that, dude. You're the only guy on the team. Um, And then the other thing I wanted to add, too, was who the hell is going to create for these guys? Bradley Beal is not a creator. Um, He doesn't make others better around him. Neither is Durant nor is Booker. They're just shooters. They create their own offense, sure. But you just saw the Nuggets uh, Jokic and Murray play some of the most unselfish basketball we've seen in years. And you go back to, and you're like, no, actually we want to be the Brooklyn nets. <laughs> it doesn't work. I, I think there are going to be too many egos on this team too. And it's, it's not going to work. I, I think it's a
2: disaster. I think the wizards, honestly, like they had a, I, I could sound crazy when I say this, but on paper, their team wasn't that bad. Like the fact that they were like the ninth pick in the draft is more of an indication that their leadership was not where it needed to be. Because, like, that should be a team that's up there with the Raptors, up there with the Raptors, yeah. because, of, I mean, there's a 10th seed. <laughs> but, but I'm saying that they should have been better than they were. Like, they had 70 games from Porzingis, and he played pretty well by all. I'm not grinding yeah. Wizards tape, but. Who's by, my? Yeah, with the sweater. I mean, they should have been better than they were. And Bradley, like, my new favorite thing, by the way, is when. Um, I think a lot of fan bases do this because mostly I think on Twitter it's mostly just kids who like don't don't really think things through but they're like Oh, point Booker. Like, w- w- guess what we've got now? It's like, it doesn't really work like that. Like, he doesn't just decide, now I'm going to be Chris Paul. Like, that does, it's not really how that works. Like, you kind of need to have a point guard. You don't just get to choose when you want to be one. So, oh my God. I, I do like that they've just said point Booker is uh, in form. Here's two games where he had 10 assists. Ha! It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I do, I also
1: want to point out from the Wizards end, just, just something that's funny is that I feel like typically the really bad contracts you'll see in the NBA uh, are ones where at the beginning it's a player that's really productive and then maybe a few years down the line it becomes worse in retrospect. But the best, the thing that I just love so much about this Bradley Beal contract is it was signed like last year, and, and like it was like the worst contract in the NBA. Went like from the moment the pen hit the paper, <laughs> it, so. <laughs> Just like a masterclass by the wizards, and I, I think honestly, the fact that they were able to unload this contract and get what they got in return is like actually something that I think they should be commended for because this is like, like literally, I don't, I I guess there were other teams interested. That's what it seemed like, but I think most smart front offices probably wouldn't have touched Bradley Beal with a ten foot pole. So the fact they're able to unload them and get what they the little bit that they did, I think, is impressive.
2: Well, they paid a bunch of money to get the new general manager from the Clippers, who's uh, Michael Winger, I think his name is. So they is he responsible he, for the Paul George trade. I think he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was sort of like a team effort with with the whole yeah. Jerry West, uh, who, Lawrence yeah. Frank, the whole Clipper crew that. Uh, Ended up with one of the worst rosters, like worst roster constructions ever because they have like two hundred twelve million dollars in salary space right now. Um, So that was a bit of an airball. But I do like that they've actually picked a direction. They're like, you know what? We're done picking eighth in the draft. For the next five years, we're gonna just go sink to the bottom. I think, like you said, it was just an air ball off the hand when they signed it. It was so bad; it was such a mistake. And I think if we went back and listened to the tapes we, at the time, we would have said the same thing because we've been talking for about sure. him and Dame Lillard being like just the biggest like wanderers of life in the NBA. So, but I think honestly, this Phoenix trade is like an F for me. I don't, I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. There's no part of it that actually. Oh, yeah like appeals to me. I just don't understand it whatsoever.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a zero. Like it's I agree there's nothing redeemable. If you're going to get if you're looking to get a shooter, which is what Bradley Beal is, there's obviously way cheaper, way better options out there than Bradley Beal. If you're looking to get somebody to create offense, then you're you just don't know what you're doing because you already have two guys that do that for themselves as the focal point of your team in K, in KD and Booker. Uh, and so there really is no way I can make, I can see this as a defensible trade. Maybe he's like some incredible defender and I'm not aware of that. No, uh, I don't think so. Which I was, uh, yeah, I don't think so either. So I really, I have no idea what they were going for here. Like it's crazy. And then, I mean, if they need somebody to suit up, like I'll play for $500,000 a year, but it's <sighs> going to be, I mean, the player's not much better than me. <laughs>
3: so and I- it's going to be ugly. I find it super annoying. I, like I've been there are a lot of takes on Twitter and a lot of takes on TikTok, but all the people that are like, you can't even blame Phoenix. Like they basically got Bradley Beal for free. Like, yeah. But then again, like once again, we're going back to the roster construction. Like you literally who are you going to put on the bench, dude? Like it just, it doesn't make sense. And I, I totally agree with Phil. It's an F. Um, and I don't know. You never know. Those pick swaps might end up, you know, being worth something for, for the wizards down the road because Durant might be on another team in, in 16 months. Like, who are we kidding?
2: And that's you know that's the other part I really hate about this trade, is it's like, okay, let's say this doesn't work, then what do you do? Because you're not getting anything near the return for Durant anymore, because he's going to be 36 next year, right? 35 yep. this upcoming season, 36 to next year. Bradley Beal, if this doesn't work, is going to have literally zero trade value at all and a no trade. So he could, he could just say, I'm actually not interested in leaving. And I don't imagine you'd want to trade Devin Booker. He's like the one like young piece you've drafted and developed yourself. So I think it's just like a incredibly irresponsible trade. I do want to make one prediction though, because we say they're going to have to sign minimum guys, this and that. I would like to make a guarantee Dylan Brooks is going to be his son. I just got a good feeling. Think so? I think that one makes a lot of sense. Or Patrick Beverly, one of the two. I think. Um, I
3: think Houston's pretty interested in making Dylan Brooks a rich man. But yeah, if that doesn't happen, then yeah, I see him going on the Suns and talking a lot of crap. Um, but I read somewhere 18 mil. I don't know if I'm getting ball sacked for that. 18... I'm not even joking. But I read 18 mil. Uh, for, that,
2: that's. I think that's, TB. I think that's a sack. For DB. I think that's
3: a sack. DB. You know how many That's, DB chains he can get with that? Got to be a money. And then actually we have to get into another conversation that needs to be talked about. But um, Matt Ishbia, I just, w- why is everyone congratulating this guy? He fired Monty Williams, who's an unbelievable coach. I thought that was an awful move. I think that was such a yeah. stupid move. And then the Bradley Beal trade. So it's like, I don't know why everyone's like, oh, new owner, Matt Ishbia, you know, he's ready to win. No, he's not because he's making stupid moves and all these moves suck.
1: It's like a, yeah. I mean, in the span of two years, he turned his team from like the Denver Nuggets into the Brooklyn Nets.
2: Yep. <laughs> that's so, exactly so what bad. he did. It was it yeah. was a swish. It's like the the it's like a new guy in like a fantasy league, and you're just trading him names. It's like here's Tom Brady. He's like, whoa! Like I can't I can have Tom Brady. Yeah, you can. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna cost you is four guys.
3: Should we have uh, a KD conversation? I would love to. How about you make yes, the opening argument? Let's unpack it. You know, Phil Phil knows I've been kind of on this ever since he went to Golden State. I still think that I still can't get over the fact that he went to Golden State. I know how silly it sounds, but I still can't believe he was actually on that freaking team. Um and we just have to have a serious conversation because Kevin Durant has never had a has never fielded a bad roster in his entire NBA career. Ever. I fact. mean, I don't know what the Seattle uh supersonics you know what we'll kind of rot, whatever like I don't care but you know ever since he's been on the Thunder he's played with Russell Westbrook he had James Harden um you know Serge Ibaka other guys um and then you know we don't have Golden State obviously Brooklyn and now he gets on the Suns I don't know man I don't know he's such a good talent such a great score but I I don't know I'm having a hard time you know throwing him up in there with the with the greats, just cause I, I need more. If you're playing with like, when you compare all the guys he's played with and it's, you know, two rings, I don't know. I, 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 he needs, I don't think he has a ring in him because I don't think the Suns team's winning anything, but just it's, he's been on a super team after super team
2: and it needs to be said. And you know, the thing is, and it needs to be said, he hasn't done a thing since he left the Warriors, nothing, nothing at all. You can and honestly, you know as I say that, weirdly and this kind of feeds into your point. The most respect I got for him was watching him against the Bucks that year that he had nobody and it yeah. was James Harden with one hamstring and he was yeah. on the nets and he he put his toe on the line but he was yeah. dragging a team of nobodies against the team that won the championship. That's weirdly like the time that I looked at him and I was like, "Wow, like he you know, and he was obviously great in the finals with Golden State and obviously great with Oklahoma City in the years 14, 15, 16, even back to 12. Yeah. But if he had had, it makes me wonder if he had had teams where he actually had to struggle, how much differently would we, would we be looking at him? Because this is like, like you say, this is just a joke. Like, I just don't understand. It's not going to enhance his legacy at all because you're going to be able to list all the guys that he played with and you're just going to be able to say, and he, and he never did anything with any of them except for the greatest team of all time.
3: Exactly, exactly. And and I, for me personally, when I look back at it, and this is just a personal thing, the greatest KD basketball that I ever watched was him him on Oklahoma, for me. That was just like... I, that's, me too. For me, it was... KD was on a totally different level and I had so much more respect for him back then because, you know, like Westbrook was still, you know... I mean, he was an all star at that point, but it was still young Westbrook, and Harden was kind of fine in his way as well. But uh, he was just the best for me personally on Oklahoma. And I think that's, but like Phil said, who's retiring his jersey?
2: And like, if it was a baseball thing where you had to wear a hat in the Hall of Fame, like, like what what team does he belong to? He doesn't belong to one team. I agree. You no, know? it's, it's odd. Yeah, I'll say
1: I, I agree with Alex. Like, I don't think I watched katie in 2012 but um i remember watching him like for me the moment where i was like wow this guy's just one of the most incredible players i've ever seen was uh the series the year before he went to golden state when they played golden state Mm -hmm. um it was the 3-1 series that was like you know he was I i just never seen a player that could score as easily and was as dominant as he was and so i agree with that like that's to me as as great of a basketball players i've maybe ever watched on tv and i do think he is a great player but i i will say like to your point philip the buck series like you know that's only two years ago so it's easy for us to remember that and include that when we're like making a judgment about his legacy but as time goes on that that's going to get forgotten yeah, essentially and so by the time even like five to ten years from now it's not going to be you know, he had that one run where it's like, he had hit that really big shot in the second round against the bucks. And if his toe was a little bit behind the line, he would have won another championship. It's going to be like, you know, first round exit, second round exit, first round exit. Like that's just a horrible resume with the super team. So yeah, I, 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 don't, I really can't think of a player in my experience, like in, in, in terms of players I've ever seen, who's done so much to like actively harm his legacy as KD has in the last five or six years. It's like unbelievable to me.
3: I don't know if like when he left Golden State, if he was just trying to recreate Golden State on all these teams. Like if he went to the Nets and was like, okay, I'm going to make my own version of the Warriors. And then when I go to the Suns, I'm going to make my own version of the Warriors. It's not how it works. Like the Warriors are an all-time team with him or without him. Curry, Green, Thompson, like those are, it's a match made in heaven, honestly. Um And I think he just kept trying to remake these like super teams because, you know, it worked um, with the Warriors. But I I think that's a big mistake that he made is just going after these super teams. And it was the same same deal with the Nets. And it's going to be the same deal with the Suns. And yeah, it's kind of sad to see.
2: And I think we've said this before, but I would say he is the most sensitive, literally just athlete ever. I think he he's so like in tune with what everybody is saying about him that he listens to a lot of stuff and I think that honestly he thought because he was great in the finals that he won with the Warriors. I'm not trying to take that away from him. I do feel like like you guys do that there's a certain level of like people think thinking anybody could have done that, but at the same time not everybody could have went toe-to-toe with LeBron in the way he did and won those finals MVPs. Like He definitely was at a different level, but I think he thought he was going to get way, way more respect for winning a championship, whereas, and rightfully so, people still felt like, hey, you, you can't just walk onto the 73-win team and then be the best player in the league because you won. That's not how it works. And I think when he left, it was because he didn't get the respect, and I think, I think he shouldn't have cared. I think, I think he should have said, I'm on the best team ever. And I, and I have two finals MVPs. Let me try to stack some more. Like, I don't understand. Exactly. It, yeah. Right, right exactly. back to that. And and it even, it, something is just off, because I do wonder, like, what if he stays with the Thunder? Or, or not even that, because he he had reached a, a ceiling, I think, playing with Russ pretty obviously at that time. But what if he went to, you know, Boston or, or another team that was close at that time, and, and how differently he might be remembered? Because I feel like it most of it, completely turned when he went to the Warriors.
3: I agree. Any other team would have been okay, I think, and I think we're looking at his career differently if he doesn't go to the Warriors, obviously. Um wasn't San Antonio, I guess, also kind of in like, you know what I mean? He could have went there as well and I Knicks. still think he would have been as as big a threat. The Wiz? NBA title. You're the best player in the NBA at that point, dude. Um you go to any other team, you're still going to be, you know, in contention for for an NBA title, I don't know why he thought he had to go to the Warriors. That was obviously the most sure pick that essentially guaranteed him a title when he went there. And what was he like, twenty six at the time or twenty five? And that's 20? what I'm saying. I think I I agree with Phil. He did he did um, reach kind of a, a ceiling with Russ, but I almost feel like he he left the Thunder too early. He could he could have asked for a trade later. He could have he could have walked on his next contract. I think leaving the Thunder at twenty six was. Was a little early for my liking.
2: He so, could have, uh, yeah. And and they right before I think this is right, right before he left, like two weeks before they traded Serge Ibaka for Oladipo. I think they were trying to like uh, reshape yeah. the roster around him being there. I think, like you say, the move looking back probably would have been like, I'll sign a two-year extension here, yeah, and yeah, and try to get one because if he just sneaks one with the Thunder. It's, it's all good. Yeah, he's remembered way, way differently. He just had to get yeah, one man. there, and he didn't. Just one.
3: Just one, and then he could have went to Golden State and stacked them, like you said. But he needed to get that one, and hes it's not looking like he's going to get that one.
2: No, I don't yeah, see one, it. Yeah, one like
3: me title. Like, I did it all by myself. You know what I mean?
1: And I'll say, I think Sam Presti is competent enough of, of a GM to be able to, you know, if you run it back, he I think he could have done... What needed to be done to to put a contending team around like a transcendent star like Kev Durant? Yeah, like he seems like a very competent GM. I will say though, I think there's like some revisionist history. Like I think people will say like you know what, I think Durant should have stayed in oak in um, in Golden State rather than gone to Brooklyn. Um, but I think a lot of people forget like th- there's people that t- that. W- Just even after the two finals MVPs refused to admit that Kevin Durant, like it was always Curry's team. People, you know, always discounted those championships and those MVPs against KD because of the 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 move from the Thunder to the Warriors, right? So I understand why he did that, and I don't think that's a bad decision per se. I think KD's biggest flaw has always been or or has been just picking poor co-stars and picking bad situations. And I don't think he is good at that. Like, clearly Kyrie was a horrible choice. Um, you know, the trade that brought in Harden was a failure. And then eventually get trading for um, Ben Simmons was, a, was an issue. So uh, I think there's lots of ways where he could have left the Warriors and maybe gone to a team that might have been... Better suited to contend, and he could be sitting here with more championships, and that legacy would have been completely changed, or at least somewhat changed. But he uh, just shows that he can't really pick good situations. Correct me if I'm wrong, of,
3: but please. wasn't there? Wasn't like didn't Green basically tell him like get out of here? Like we're done. Yeah, like, he's we like don't we don't need you here anymore. Yeah, and I think like like Phil said, he's a super sensitive guy, and I mean, if anyone's gonna take it personally, KD is, and I know they still won like the title that year, or. No, that was or no. Actually, that was the Toronto. That was 2019. So I think it was all it was all done. Um, kind of after that, like I think the decision was made, and I think in that 2019 year, we still knew even if Golden State beat Toronto, I think I think he was out of there.
2: Well, I'm I'm thinking now because I liked I like what you say about you can't pick co-stars. I think that's obvious, but I think if you look back at LeBron, weirdly, it, it's almost like the timing was his best. And picking and timing was his best quality. When he went to the Heat, he picked the right guys to go with, and he won there. He left at the right time because Wade was going down, and he went to the right team who had the assets to get Kevin Love and already had Kyrie Irving. And then he left at the right time to get to get to the team that had Anthony yeah. Davis. Like I think that yeah. he, in comparison to him, he had the magic touch for timing, and Kevin Durant the opposite. He he yeah. messed up and made everything worse, except for the Warriors, which. Anybody could have walked into and made better, but Adam's with us now. He's wearing a pink Nike shirt. He's back. Long day at work. What's up? How you doing?
0: How do you know it's a Nike shirt?
2: I don't have to guess with you. Dude. you I just see the top so and I know. Yeah,
0: you were right. Yeah. Is that a
1: new shirt? I've never seen. It's usually salmon. I've never seen hot pink.
2: Really?
0: No. No, it's not that new. It's I just special occasions only. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. what's the occasion? pod like I just wear that word because no one can see it because it's kind of heat oh
2: mm. okay so in summation no, nobody's really on the Kevin Durant gets one more bandwagon uh, this trade is an F and honestly w- Wizards quick shout out to the Wizards I hope they bought them out and things go right because honestly low-key those Paul Pierce Brad Beal John Wall teams that were kind of fr- Marcin Gortat Nene those teams were kind of sick Low key, yeah, they were when the Wizards are popping, <laughs> it's like, not the worst thing in the world, so I want them to get back up there. Now, they the do
3: what I think Kelly Oubre was part of that squad, too. Yep,
2: yep he Otto was swept
3: the Raptors, dude. Like, they were good.
2: Otto Porter, yeah. man, who did they have? They had some like cage, like, I feel like they had Andre Miller one year. They had some Smith. Smith,
3: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. man, they were nice, dude. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's so, gonna Elvis be
3: Thomas Bryant, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, they did, yeah, but
3: I think he was a little after. He's
2: oh, like he might have 17. been a little after, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why I want to say the name Kevin Serafin, but Kevin Serafin. <laughs> did um, they ever have
1: Tabo Cephalosha?
2: I feel like they did, probably did. But uh, this year it's going to be a lot of Corey Kispert, I think, for them, which is good if, the, if they want to get down to the bottom. They do have Chris Paul. Now, I saw the stuff about Chris Paul going back to the Clippers. I personally, and I think we said this last playoffs, I don't think Chris Paul is going to play eight straight weeks for the rest of his career, so he doesn't really stick out to me as a prime difference maker. Now having said that, I do think if he can find a way to like pick a team, there's not a better team than the Bucks. The Bucks are like a perfect fit, no?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I'd go to the Bucks. I think that's a good fit. I think Clippers would be a little toxic for him. Like that's just not what you want to do. You're getting a really old like Kawhi, like a guy that's also injured all the time and in Chris Paul. Um, but I think the Bucks are nice. They're a little bit low key for him, you know, doesn't have to be talked about too much. Um, and can just help them create and 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 run the offense smoothly, which is something I still think he can do pretty 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 above average, I'd say. Like he's not that same scorer and stuff, but I still I still think he can he can run an offense really well. So um I think that'd be a great addition for the Bucks.
2: What do you think about him saying in the New York times today, I found out about the trade from my son on text and I do feel like, well, that's tough first of all, but it's also kind of funny because it's Chris Paul. I just can't, I can't not laugh a little bit because it's Chris Paul. (laughs) Um, But I do think he probably should have got more respect considering the Suns. What did they miss the playoffs 10 years in a row? And then he showed right. up and they made the finals immediately and then two straight second rounds. I think he, he maybe should have got a little more respect because I think he's certainly a standards lifter. But where are you at on this? Uh, I found out from my son on text thing.
1: Believe like I feel like that's how your dad would find out if you got traded would be you would like send him a tweet. Phil. <laughs>
2: probably so
1: so i mean maybe he's not on the internet like that so i I don't think it's the craziest thing but it should be i agree with you about the respect like (laughs) the funny part was they did this like twice they did this when he was like fake wave too. oh yeah
3: yeah, they actually kind of treated him pretty poorly here (laughs) yeah
1: like one time you just say you know what it was a mistake we thought we, we had somebody we told somebody to tell you but i guess he didn't tell you but but twice it's just like yeah we just don't really care you're just like an asset to us
2: i gotta say there's no worse team to find out you've been traded to than the wizards that's got to be the lowest of the low it's like oh where did i go like the knicks the celtics like who picked (laughs) me up oh the wizards oh the
3: suns (laughs) the suns had this raw tweet i don't know if it was this year or two years ago but it was like a Chris Paul highlight. I I liked and retweeted. I don't know if you guys saw, but oh, it saw. was a raw highlight of him like making a dope pass. And the caption that the Suns put was like, "Chris Paul, you are a wizard," in all caps and exclamation marks. It's an awesome
2: tweet. And Adam just went lights out, dude. The lights power out. Has he went shut zero off. dark thirty. <laughs> what I I happened? Think.
0: Think I just I think I just lost power.
2: I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> He's a wizard, wow, look at this! Adam's completely in the dark. I just see his pearly white teeth. yeah,
1: Adam's really slumming it. Holy cow. you're down that there. shelf that room
2: with the shelf. That room with the shelf Long shelf. <laughs> I love Adam's <laughs> vacation home in the summer. It's so sick. Good for him. Well, good luck to Chris Paul and whatever team he ends up next. and I hope for all of our stakes, it's not the clippers. Uh, Michael Jordan sold the Hornets. I I don't have much here. I just find it very impressive that he won, I think, no greater than the sixth seed in 13 years, never had a playoff series win, and he still somehow made $2.9 billion in, in net. That's crazy. That's got to be one of the stupidest things of all time. That it, that it basically, What did it do? 29 times the value, and he That's never crazy. won a playoff series. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if that doesn't tell you that owning a sports team is just like a hack to f- to free money, then I don't know what does. Because he's got to be the worst owner in like pro sports that doesn't like performance wise. Not you know, it's better than Dan Snyder. Yeah, but, was, as a yeah. person,
2: well, yeah, yeah. MJ's had probably. some heat moments, I would say, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. definitely probably better than Dan Snyder. What's your favorite Charlotte Bobcats? hornets memory from when mj was the owner (laughs) probably
3: the only memory i have of them is playing when they played the heat in the first round and got destroyed
2: i was gonna say Um, the al jefferson josh McRoberts. McRoberts.
3: yep (laughs) i think gerald wallace was on that team he was like on his final final like legs um the dishonest job yeah oh michael kid michael no uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander. No, I'm kidding. Um, Michael Kidd Gilchrist.
2: Yeah, yep, that was a good one. I think my favorite one is, and it's it reminds me of MKG when they picked second, fourth, ninth, and ninth in back to back to back years, and they grabbed MKG, Cody Zeller, Noah Vonleh, and Frank Kaminsky. That was just a legendary yep. run of lottery hits. That was awesome.
1: When they lost the Pacers. And then the next year in a play, and they hung the score up when they were practicing, and then they got blown out again
3: <laughs> by Atlanta. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: that was sick. Or when they were like finally starting to write the ship, and they were like, "All right, Gordon Hayward, one hundred forty million dollars. Here we go." <laughs> yeah, that was
0: fire. Uh, yeah.
2: Good times, good times. Uh, Alex, your boy Jokic is getting on your nerves. He's he's turning a little cringe mode
3: oh yeah um i guess we kind of yeah we talked about it last week a little bit he's kind of done some good things and some bad things um i thought the speech he gave at the parade was pretty raw i like that yep um but him playing into this whole like oh i don't even know like where like the finals mvp trophy is i don't know where this is i lost it like dude like no, you're not losing that. Like you just have someone walking <laughs> behind you, picking up all like the important shit you're dropping. Um, and the, lo and behold, the finals MVP trophy was right there for the parade. Like you're not losing. Um, I don't know how much this thing's worth, but it's worth a lot of money. But I'm, that thing is not getting lost. Um, so I don't know. My my little prediction is like Jokic is gonna play into the. Oh, I don't even know where my my ring is in a uh, in when he retires tight beat um so yeah i think bottom line he's got to show a little bit more respect to these sorts of things um so you know i i get you can not you don't have to be super enthusiastic and do the whole like lebron james like banging on the (laughs) on the hardwood floor after you win a title but like show some respect you know what i mean yeah to me it's not even about respect it's like He's just like the kid who
1: gets the hundred on the test and then everyone's talking about it and they're like, oh, like I studied like, oh, I yeah. stayed up all like all night studying. And he's like, yeah, like I didn't even know we had a test today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just yeah, showed that's up. True. That's and, an that Adam. That's secretly an Adam. like the night before like, Adam. he was. Yeah. But then like secretly the week before he was just staying up and pulling all night or studying. He's yeah. just like trying to like, oh, yeah, I don't even care
2: i will say yeah. where he kind of lost me was because i was okay with some of it like i i, I do yeah. think he doesn't care but where he lost me where he was like everybody hates their job it's like okay dude you're getting yeah, paid that was more you than touch, but not everybody yeah it i would everybody <laughs> is, james does not hate his job no yeah and if you're if you're in that position you don't get to say that exactly yeah. Owen would kill to make the NBA. I don't want to speak for him. But anybody would. Yeah. Who would not? And he's winning. Ion Williamson might hate his job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He actually doesn't care.
3: He He actually doesn't doesn't like his job.
2: (laughs) Ben Simmons actually wishes he designed cars for a living. Yeah, exactly. Or he was an IG model, which he's currently working on doing. But how are those Ferrari renderings
1: going? (laughs) Yeah. Like Ben Simmons is literally just trying to fill out Just live out the rest of his contract And then do something else That's all he's trying to do (laughs) Literally Get to the end of the contract
2: And then maybe at the end of this one One more scam like if he could convince yeah. the Blazers, like <laughs> one year twenty, and then he just then he just moves to Australia, that would be sick. But he does lose me there because it's you just can't you can't go up and say everybody hates their job when you're making forty million a year. You cannot. <laughs> that is yeah, playing a game. Yeah, that is completely out of touch. So uh, he lost me on that one, and. Uh, I I don't know. I think Adam was the first person to say he was a Jokic hater. And I do think that, you know, Serbia is a small country, 7 million people. And I'm not going to come after Alex's nation, but they're very proud people. And that's not a bad thing, but they do love to share their success on social media. It's something that they do love to do, especially when you know a lot of them. It can be a little predictable, like the night the Nuggets win and you see a hundred stories from last names ending in IC and they're just lined up for you. It's like, you know what, I'm not going to start opening these because I know what they are in advance. So I get Adam's hater agenda, but this is really your time to shine, Adam. You've been on this corner for a while now. Dude, how does
0: Serbia only have... 7 million people and i feel like we know like four million of them <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know there's a lot of us that i guess don't live in serbia so
0: <laughs> but yeah it's nice to see uh people are hopping on the train i was i was pretty early on it and uh i feel like we're only gonna build momentum here so it's good.
3: <laughs> I, I do agree with phil even i was surprised um when i when i went through some of the stories i'm like damn i didn't
0: even know you like followed sports like that yeah some you know of these serbians I mean? that are posting are like you you have never watched you've watched less yeah. basketball than me yeah I, th- that's what i'm saying
3: i'm like there's no way like you actually like watched more than a quarter of the nuggets
2: well you know, in the i finals. i know who we're all talking about i mean, I, I can get the beat button out if somebody wants to start naming names no there's a few dude
3: <laughs> but yeah
2: <laughs> you have one in mind phil I did have one in mind, yeah. But I'm not Rip them. no, I'm not gonna name names because that would that would be very that would be strange because somebody could send him a link and then all of a sudden it would, you know, I'd be getting blocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It may or may not be a woman. It may or may yeah. not be a woman. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm happy that Adam got his uh day in the sun. I do I his Nike logo is sick though. They could move product with that like with that like jester hat thing that thing's awesome yeah that was cool yeah so good for them um i guess a couple more basketball things quickly carl towns with those comments this week about how he's changed the game and then how his his losing in six in round one was more impressive than the nuggets championship i think and we criticize him a lot and we don't have to go on this forever. I don't know how much you can say, but if you're in a position in your life where you're saying things like that, you need a trade. You are far too comfortable where you are in your life. You need to like face some more adversity and get some people who will disagree with you. If you think losing in six in the one year that you made the playoffs is more impressive than a championship run. I, I, I don't
3: even know what to say. I don't I don't know what where to start. I think, like you said, I think the Timberwolves just baby him, and anything he does is like round of applause. Like great job, cat. Thank you, cat. Um, he's just been acting really foolish, man. From the adding bass to his voice in the interviews to <laughs> like to getting eliminated <laughs> by the Grizzlies and walking out and like kissing goodbyes to everybody. Um. He's just acting really bad, uh, really weirdly, and, and, I, and I agree with you. I think he needs a change of scenery as much as anybody else right now. Um, so we got we got to get him shipped him out of Minnesota a little bit and uh, get him kind of a tough coach maybe as well. Someone's going to be hard-ass on him because I, I don't need any more of this. This is just insanity. Yeah. It's, and, it's... of course, Pat Bev's going to agree with him. He's, he's, Pat Bev is not helping Cat at all with this situation. I don't think cats are real. I don't think he cares about anything that matters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just not a winner, and that's another one of those guys. We had a conversation last week about it. He doesn't get it.
2: Not at all. He doesn't get it. He's not probably the all. one who not gets he... it the least. He he invented not getting it. <laughs> he, yeah. yeah. He really did. And there's I don't think there's anything that can save him. He's just gone. He's just yeah. one voyage. He's done. Uh, speaking of not getting it, Adam Silver. L season finale, dude. I'm not, I I don't know how much we can say, but just very disappointing ending. I was hoping for at least 50 games. That was my personal hope. I thought that would have been a nice number. Now it is like, when you go back and look at the list, I actually wrote it down. Now, OJ Mayo and Tyreek Evans have the longest suspensions ever, 164 games. I think that was, (coughs) I don't want to start talking out of pocket here. But I think it was either, and these are two very different things. I think it was either HGH or heroin. Am I right, or am I am I wrong? Uh, yeah, some something along those lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got two years for that. Ron Artest got eighty six games for going in the stands and trying to fight people. Uh, uh Latrell Sprewell got sixty eight for choking his coach. With two ends around his neck at practice. Then Javaris Crinton and Gilbert Arenas. I think each got fifty for actually bringing the guns into the locker room. So I think that <laughs> I think twenty. When you phrase it like that, twenty-five is right. Twenty-five is the right yeah. number when you lay it out like that. But I was still hoping for more.
3: I was hoping for a little like thirty-minute like TV hit, like just call it like the suspension. Oh, you know, like, kind of like LeBron's the. Disney oh yeah, this, yeah. That would have been um, sick. I was hoping, you know, Silver would play into that a little more. They should do that. They
1: should do that as like, uh, wait in, any sort of big thing in the NBA. They should just wait until the end of the season and make like a suspension show. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: That a little bit. Like sentencing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like literally make it yeah, like a courtroom, bring them in. Innocent until proven guilty.
3: Like, yeah. you don't get suspended until the end of the season.
2: And next you know what? We could, this is a great idea. We could take this further. Like Carl Towns makes these comments. He gets summoned into the, to the courtroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we lay down the law. You're suspended from your next 18 podcast invites. Like yes. you cannot participate in them. They yeah. could go like a long ways with this, but it, it would be raw if they had like, uh, like if it was like the NFL and they had like guys wearing different colored shoes and they just brought them in and they're like, all right, like, it's November. You can't wear like a uh, uh, breast cancer awareness shoes. So you're going to get a game next season. Yeah. Oh
1: <laughs> like what? This is the second time we've told you about your socks being low. Um, it's a thousand dollars this time. Ten
2: thousand next. They should oh. make all this public record like and the audio transcript. I want everything. I, I want it yeah. all on tape. Yeah, they sit him down. It's like, hey, um, we know that you wore the uh, the back plate that went a little too low, like it started to touch your pants. That we've talked to you about this before. That's going to be a problem for us going forward. Fifty thousand dollar fine. Oh my god! This is a twenty five percent
1: tint. I'm going to let you off the warning, Um, but next time it's we're not going to be so lenient.
2: (laughs) Oh man. That uh, sounds so good. I hope they get something like that going. That would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, NBA draft is this week. It's on Thursday. Alex seems like a big scoot guy, but I know Owen usually has one or two guys that he's been following for years that he latches on to. Is there somebody this year that you're a really big fan of? And I think I have an inclination of who that might be, but is there somebody you think is a uh, future all-star or just a high school all-star that you are keeping your eye on on Thursday night?
1: Who do you think who do you think I'm going to say
2: Grady Dick? Well, yes, I do like Grady Dick.
1: (laughs) I do like Grady Dick a lot. I also I really like Chris Murray. I think he's going to be really good. He's Keegan Murray's brother. Um, He's from also from Iowa and he's kind of like he looks almost identical. He's the same height, pretty similar by build, similar skill set. Um, I think it's going to be like a Mo Fr- like Franz situation where the younger brother is less hyped up, but maybe, maybe not better, but kind of just as good. So I would keep an eye on him. Um, obviously I, uh, I do like Grady Dick. And then the other guy, tell me why can I just on... quickly,
3: can you tell me why he's not like Corey kiss for 2.0 Dick? Yeah.
1: Um. Well, he's, I think a little bit bigger than than um, Corey Kispert, and he's younger. So Corey okay. Kispert, from what I understand, I mean when he came out, I think he was 22. Whereas Grady Dick, I think, is barely 19. So I think, oh, okay. But but in terms of skill set, they're very similar. They're both three and D. Although Corey Kispert's a much better defender than Grady Dick is, but Grady Dick's a little taller, maybe a slightly better shooter. And wasn't a little he a bit younger? Wasn't he Andy
2: better in high school too? Wasn't he a five star? Yeah, he was. Yeah,
1: he was. Yeah, I remember watched. I watched a day in a life of him in high school. And time, he went to like this Christian academy, and then yeah, I don't know. It's kind of I feel weirder doing that now than I did back in the day, but I still do enjoy it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then the other guy I would keep an eye on would be um, uh, would be Amani Bates. He's a guy I've been watching for like. You know, probably like seven eight years now. Keep an eye um, on like
2: he should be on a watch list or keep an eye <laughs> on like draft him. Keep
1: an eye on him being a sleeper because you hit the nail on the head. He's got so he was for up until maybe two or three years ago. It was like him or Wim Banyama was like the debate. And now he's probably going to go late second round. Um, but the main issue he has is he just kind of never really developed like people thought he would. He's had off the field issues like I think he had a weapons issue. So I mean the NBA is kind of sensitive about those things, but um, <laughs> you know I've seen I've seen he's 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 got a really good NBA body and he, he's a really good shooter, so I think he has the he has potential.
2: So we'll see. I got to say one of the best things about picking number one is I I don't care. It's like I I I don't have to stress over who's going to be there at nine. I just I get to show up for the first five minutes and then leave. It's going to be great. <laughs> Alex, who do you want the Raptors to take?
3: Well yeah, Case and Wallace probably I don't I don't know, Raptor's are probably gonna go off the board and make me mad, so no no real people, surprise there.
1: People are saying Case and Wallace, NBA comps, Emmanuel Quickly, and Mark Smart. So that's kinda good. Right? I'm down a little bit. I'm down for yeah. that. Emmanuel Quickly Everyone, and Mark. like we
3: need a point guard really badly. Unless we're willing to pay Fred thirty mil a year, but it sounds like you're willing to do that. Sounds like we're very willing to do that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I will say, yeah. your new your new coach is supposed to develop
1: all your second round picks into all stars too. Yeah, that's so right. That's that. the expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah, I'm sick of uh, of uh, just hoping I can get a pulse on what the Raptors want to do. So I'm just I'm done. I think <laughs> like it's just, I'm, I'm having a hard time right now with my teams. It's, it, it, it seems was.
2: like you've reached a breaking point because all of them are just in the same situation. They're all just
3: doing the exact same thing. The, the Raiders, the
2: Flames, the Raptors, the Jays—they all suck. So it's bad. They're all just mirroring yeah. each other. Verbal yeah. meme, Spider Man meme. Um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting draft. I'm looking forward to it. I guess quickly, just a yes or no question, and then we can move on to football. I'll say two names and you tell me if they're going to be on a different team by the next time we speak Zion Williamson and Dame Lillard what do you think?
3: Zion yes, Dame no Yes.
2: I'm going to say yes and yes I I think my favorite report of the week was Portland looking at maybe trading the number 3 pick for Porzingis (laughs) I thought that was just fire (laughs) win now Way to go, Blazers. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the draft. It's going to be lots of fun. It's going to be great. So looking forward to that. And then we'll uh, break that down next week. Maybe we could have Ethan on to give us some insight on the picks if things get dry. But we will oh, yeah. also have Rig on that show. So, you know, it could it could be a marathon one, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Football. I have a question to ask about football, actually, quickly, at the start of this. Where are we at with with Jordan Love because I seen that thing of him saying happy father's day to the bears, which means the bears are his dad. If you break down, like he tried to do the cool Aaron Rodgers thing and it, he just wasn't <laughs> capable of getting that going. So I don't, I don't really know where I stand with this guy. I don't know if I think he's good. I don't know if I think the Packers are going to be good. I, I saw a cowherd was saying that he thinks the Packers are going to be terrible. So I was just curious on where everybody stood with Jordan Love, I guess, first of all.
3: I think he's going to be bad. I don't think he's going to be very good. That's just my take. I, From what I've seen in the small sample size, um, I don't think he's going to be great. And I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. And um, last time I checked, doesn't really have anyone to throw to. Like, yeah. Ro- Romeo Dubs is like the... <laughs> Wr one?
2: Well, no, what's the guy? Who, who's the Christian Watson. No, no, the guy knew Kelsey.
3: Oh,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ten years ago. Nice, <laughs> it was. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Keep going. How do we forget the Mahomes to Kelsey? Oh, dude. I don't know why I want to say Shemek Karnowski. I know that's the Gonzaga player, but it was a name yeah. like that.
1: Uh, I think he will be good. I don't know if he'll be good this year because, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, he's throwing to Adam and and you.
2: So. <laughs> oh man, I I I don't know why I always feel like the Packers are gonna be good. I'm weirdly inclined to think that they'll be okay, but I. I Honestly, him saying happy Father's Day to the Bears is more like I that's more important to me than what he's doing on the actual field so far, because that shows me that this guy doesn't have like the the processing to get this done, because first of all, that just doesn't make sense. You've never played against them. Aaron Rodgers did, like, all the work against them. Trying to, like, continue that is a very strange thing to me. And then just botching it completely. Now you're you're giving the Bears fans the upper hand. Because now, let's say the Bears (laughs) roll in and win a game in Lambeau Field, which it's not, well, it's unlikely, but let's say that it happens. Then their fans are going to go so hard at you with the Happy Father's Day thing that it's going to be terrible. It makes no sense, like, no sense on
1: any level. Why you're talking at all as a player who had the season you had last year and nobody really knows who you are. It's kind of I died it makes
2: no sense to me. Yeah. Well I'm looking forward to to jumping into the Packers a little bit uh later on this summer when we get the chance. I'm gonna have to recruit that guy who, who can tell us all about the Mahomes Kelsey connection with uh, Musgrave. Musgrave that was his name. <laughs> yeah. yeah I need to get that I need yeah, to book was that guy. <laughs> i knew it wasn't that but I, i just i don't know why that name was in my head um there's not a lot of football stuff this week honestly i do i do the patriots guy was kind of a story jack jones i'm not sure if you saw this but he was uh well first of all he tweeted on may 15th i'll read you the tweet at john morant dumb you letting social media and pride ruin your money Put the put the guns down. Make that run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for the security or concealed carry if you feel like you need it that bad. But you're the breadwinner and you got to start acting like it. So that's what he tweeted on May fifteenth. And then this week he was arrested for having two loaded guns in his handbag at uh, Logan <laughs> Airport, and he's now facing nice. thirty years in prison. So tough scene. Wow. Uh, th- I think he had a good season too. Like I don't think he was a uh, unimportant player for them. The the I think he was up for defensive rookie of the year, maybe. Oh, my God. Wasn't he the one they played on offense, too? Yeah. I think he was like a punt return. Like, I think he did literally he was everything.
1: Like so quick. So. So fast.
2: Starting a tweet with, at John Morant, dumb, is just. Is just
1: <laughs> uh,
2: tough scene. Nobody's going to cry for the Patriots, but uh, tough situation. That's kind of.
1: Thirty years is a long time though. I hope I hope he I hope he gets a good lawyer. I hope he got his bread up enough to afford like a good one.
2: He is the breadwinner, so he's got to he's got to provide run the money up. So yeah. hopefully he gets that figured out. I will say, well, I, again, not a like a guns guy here, not like a crime guy, but walking through an airport with two loaded guns in your bag is got to be. You have to be a different type of different to think that's going to work out for you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's just, yeah,
3: big self-confidence yeah. that you're getting through with that, with that. So good for you, dude. Big. I'm uh, Jack Jones. You guys haven't heard of me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going to say big I'm Ozuna from the Braves energy. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. In all the, like, arrest videos I've ever seen, that Marcel Ozuna, when they ask ID and him going, I'm Ozuna from the Braves is, is like <laughs> just an all time excuse. I think the only other football things, uh, there was the trailer for that Netflix show. There was the Russell Wilson workout video. Uh, which was a wild video. Uh, he, rarely do you have your jaw on the ground. It's something Russell Wilson does, but that like little uh super di- uh super thing that he was sliding around on, I that was fascinating watch. And then uh, I read that the the uh, the Bears are not happy with Chase Claypool because they think he's not a motivated person. <laughs> oh, <Wow>. really?
3: <laughs> Who could
2: have seen that coming?
3: I think just for Russell Wilson quick we're going to see more of the same I'm not ready to think things are going to change in that video just yeah it makes me like feel like as we're a right yeah oh he's practicing too. diving into the like <laughs> that was all it's time that's just a joke that's nice, just a joke a workout. no that's just a joke that's just silly go like run some plays with your teammates okay yeah why does a QB need an ab workout
1: he's not like a fit he's not like Pushing fit T, dude. He's not influencer. Right, dude, enough. he's training like
3: he's a running back. You bro. need a strong core. need to get thirty carries a game. Like,
1: <laughs> he's and why is it pinned on his Instagram? It's his first pinned post, dude. It's above the one with his family. <laughs> That's it. Like, what is he doing? And this is what he does every off season. Like, who is this video for? There's no sponsorship. And
3: and Sean why are you paying doing it at every Nuggets game. That's fine. That's fine. But I swear he wears the same outfit every time. It's that blue, like, uh, flannel with a shirt under. I like, do. Let's, like, you signed a big contract. Like, let's, uh, let's maybe get something nicer there. Let's switch not, it up. It's not a Sunday weekend on the couch.
2: <laughs> I do like that in Denver, the biggest athlete, like, the celebrity corner was just who's on the Broncos. It was yeah. like, Russell Wilson's here, and so's Sierra. And there's Brandon McManus. It's like, wow. Athletes at the Nuggets game. But no, no. I think uh, I'm kind of in on, on this Russell Wilson workout video, dude. I don't know why this one kind of put it over for me. But he does. Let's just be honest here. He does look to be in better shape. I'm going to be the you first one to say time, it. every time, though. Yeah, but he looks better. Like, you can't tell me he doesn't look better.
0: But every time a workout video gets dropped, you go, I gotta admit, like he does look pretty good. Like no shit, he looks good.
2: It's the off season. Yeah, yeah, but I go I gotta give a guy some credit, you know? He does look good, I will
0: admit as yeah, well.
2: That's what I'm saying. Well, I wanna say this made
1: me more concerned because every time he does this, it's just it's, it means he's turning in a horrible season. I would like to see him <laughs> just be quiet for an off season because then I know he's really working. Because he doesn't have time to, to, to get a professional to contact a professional videographer to and then go to a, some private facility with some weird equipment and then get a video made for him. Like that, that when I don't hear anything from him, that's when I'll know he's actually
0: cares and he's actually working. I feel like that's his house, by the way.
2: Uh, Maybe, but let's just call this what it, it has is. has like his logo on the floor and
0: stuff. So <laughs>
2: Okay, bro. Imagine if a gym had that, like a random gym in Denver. <laughs> like The Y had Russell Wilson branding. That would be fire. Yeah. But let's call this what it is, dude. This is a relapse because last offseason he was doing these every like three a week. Remember when he went to AS Monaco and threw the first football pass in the history of AS Monaco? He was doing that these. Was,
0: that was uh, the worst video I've ever watched. <laughs>
2: He was doing these all the time. So I think he like got tired of like literally just a relapse. He he was like, ah, like I got to get a workout video made. Like I promised I wouldn't do it, but I love having these on my Instagram. That's why it's pinned above the family. I need somebody to get in my house, film me for three hours and then cut the clip. Like it's, and then just make it like full screen for TikTok purposes and make sure to get my logo on the ground and show, show all these cool workouts I'm doing. I think it was just a relapse, so I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe more concerning. But Alex, we did. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to do Jerome McGinley, or do we want to save it for when Riggs here? Nah, Riggs. save it for save when Riggs here. I save can't
3: it. get into. I don't want to get into anything flames until Riggs here.
2: Okay, yeah. perfect. And there, and that's gonna be recorded. I on s-
3: I have some thoughts. On <laughs> that. Me too. I, I, I do think too. Rig has opposing thoughts on it, so it's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that not surprise
1: me?
2: That does not surprise me at all. I was actually waiting for him to post the story of the like announcement with the fire and just maybe the maybe just a couple uh oh, just the iggy like I thought that was getting posted for sure, but it did. I didn't see it, so
3: maybe a Daryl Sutter like wins like that one that he'd always
2: (laughs) post because Daryl Sutter's so sick, (laughs) yeah, anyways. So we'll save that for him. Okay. Um Owen, you do you want to do your MLB draft thing that you didn't do last week? Because I've never oh, sure. met someone interested in the MLB draft before in my life, but Owen said that we have to know about what's going on in the MLB draft.
1: Yes. It's not as much as, as me wanting to break down the draft as I just think you guys should I should bring this to people's attention because I didn't know it. But apparently two of the like the greatest prospects ever are in the same draft. And so so the one they're and their teammates is the other crazy part. So they both play for the LSU Tigers and the and the one guy I'll give you he the the pitcher his name is Paul Skeens um, and he's people say he's the best pitching prospect uh, at least since Steven Strasburg if not like ever oh, uh, and he, he he's like 20 you know he's like 21 or 22 he pitches uh like he sits like 101 um and he is like A couple strikeouts shy of like the all-time NCAA strikeout record um so he's one of the like most dominant college players ever uh at his position and people are projecting that he'll go straight from the draft to the majors like he'll skip he'll be the first player to skip the minors since this another pitcher in 2020 so he's like incredible and so you'd think like a player like that would clearly go number one like Strasburg went number one and it was a no-brainer but this guy's teammate is an outfielder who also obviously plays for LSU, and his name is Dylan Cruz, and he's hitting like 500 almost. It's like 460 or something. And he just like people are calling him the college Mike Trout. So he's apparently one of the best hitting prospects ever as well. Um so unfortunately the the Blue Jays aren't really in the mix for either of those guys, obviously. Uh, but they're gonna be nice to watch on the Pirates and the Nationals. Oh, so, good. Yeah. That's I where mean, they the should be. didn't get them. They only got the other generational prospect last year so
0: does mlb do a lottery
1: no but they also you can't trade
2: draft picks either
1: so oh it's kind of a unique oh, system
2: i think their yeah. draft is like 80 rounds no
1: yeah, i think it's like 32 or 34 <laughs> or something
3: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. what a waste but of yeah time. i
1: was i was watching some interviews with those guys today and some like behind the scenes it, it's like pretty remarkable and, they, and, and for anybody that's interested in, which is probably nobody, the College World Series is starting. So if you want to watch these guys in action, you can.
2: I like that Owens ramped up his baseball interest to the college field. The first yeah. person I've ever met to run into the world of college baseball. Well, I don't know. This was shocking
1: to me when I found this out. These are like two of the greatest players to ever be like prospects.
2: And that's, that's some teammates. NHL type marketing that I've never that nobody's ever heard of these two. That's, I mean, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Like we knew about Banyama three years ago. So, yeah,
1: I, I guess if you're really locked, people probably knew about these guys forever, but I can't say I'm a big MLB draft guy.
2: No, neither can I. Yeah. But that's interesting. Thank you for uh, letting me know because now I'm going to be a little bit at least curious to see what happens. And I feel like I'm ahead of the game for knowing. So that's exciting. Adam, did you want to, did you want to break down this streaming thing and then we can do the movie? Cause what thing? the kick thing. Oh, because you said you, you texted me breaking news about a streamer that I had never heard of. Who's apparently the goat streamer going to kick for a hundred mil. Oh, yeah. He's it, like Adam. the
0: biggest streamer ever, but I thought it was just funny that, they're signing like NBA contracts now, which has never happened on like a streaming platform. Is this XQC? Yeah. They signed him to two years a hundred mil. <laughs> and like... it's non-exclusive too, which means he doesn't even have to stream on their platform. Like he can just leave if he wants.
1: So what does he what does that contract mean then?
0: Uh like it's 70 million, and then if he like streams a certain amount of hours, he unlocks the rest of his 30 million.
1: But what does he have to do to earn the 70?
0: I don't think anything. I think it's just rights to stream on their platform. I don't know. I didn't look into the the contract details, but he's allowed to still stream on Twitch if he wants.
1: Oh, you're saying no, no, no. I'm sure he has to host it on kick, but he can also host it on Twitch. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Because most Not streaming deals other. is like, you can only stream on our platform.
2: Huh. Yeah. So where do they get the money?
0: Like I think it's owned by... a. Uh, Saudis gambling, gambling yeah. website.
2: Oh, which, I was going to
0: say Saudis though, not Saudis. Australian gambling company,
2: and they have. Well, I guess that makes sense that they would have this much money. But why yeah, would you want? Sense. Is this really that profitable to have? Like, are you are you saying uh, there's seventy million to a hundred million in profit from having this guy in your site?
0: Well, he draws on Twitch. He would average a hundred thousand viewers per stream. And he would have like two hundred thousand subscribers, which is five dollars a month from each of them. So he's a pretty profitable guy, yeah. And it just drives traffic to their website. So I don't know if it'll work because people just like Twitch so much, but we'll see.
1: I do not. Maybe I'm just an old guy or whatever, but I don't get the I don't get the streaming.
2: No, I don't get it either. I feel <laughs> old too, but it's just not. Yeah. It's not in my rotation of sites that I would go to to watch something.
0: It's like I'd YouTube. rather just it's well, like no, watch it's not.
2: YouTube but live. It's not
1: though. But it's not because you could I'd rather just go and watch the clip after so I know what I'm watching rather than just have but, to like sit through a bunch of stuff I don't want to see.
0: If you watch the clip after you don't get like behind the scenes stuff and you can't interact with the person behind the it. scenes. I'm just saying that's like the appeal. You can talk to the person that's streaming it. Like it's interactive
3: and the interaction the
0: parts appeal. though.
3: I don't know. I see people do like TikTok lives. It's uh oh and twenty two. Oh, Thanks for the Like what the fu- what kind no, of people?
0: People like you spend two dollars on a donation, and then it like plays the text out loud, and he hears it, and then he answers you, and that's like how he makes probably eighty percent of his money from two dollar donations. They watch so many streams that they feel like they're his best friend, pretty much. Like you, oh, you know, when you are like super lonely, and you watch this guy for fourteen hours a day, and you feel like he's talking to you.
1: That's what gonna, i can't get behind is like i on, on twitter i always get clips of like these guys that I, i'm not interested in seeing like i always get added and and this guy and a kai
0: senate guy yeah they're I've seen like, that or however you say they seem it. to yeah. be he popular How do you say it i think it's kai Senat.
1: Yeah. yeah
3: well like he was sitting courtside everyone's always like, oh, sitting courtside I'm like i don't know
2: <laughs> Like he could walk in the room and I wouldn't recognize him. I just he could walk through those doors right now. Anyone, (laughs) any like younger
3: person who or like I, I just think we're older because like like speed for example. I think he's like the cringiest person on earth. Yeah, yeah, the cringiest person on earth. I will say though, full disclosure,
1: I do love Flight Reacts. He's my guy. Not I've watched like one of his streams before. Uh, but I do like his clips too. I and I do funny. have
0: to say, the Speed Ronaldo video was pretty funny. Like, not in a good way, but it was just funny. I think that was more like a tough watch, dude. That was. <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo's <laughs> like, who is this guy? That was a tough. <laughs> like- <laughs>
2: one. Full disclosure if we're in disclosure corner. I have tuned into some streams before sometimes they were Adam streams from back in the day but oh I've done that too I'm not you know in add in Ross every day yeah you used to watch like the the chicken guys <laughs> yeah right? that's who I'm talking about i I like that guy he's funny yeah some streams are good
0: dude you just gotta find like you know every, every there's lots of streamers you gotta find one that appeals to you yeah but th- who do you like Adam <laughs> uh I don't really watch I used to watch XqC back in the day but i don't really he watch
2: james anymore he, he he's not tuned into to add in
0: no definitely not he's definitely not he's more of like a high school like white rapper type like those are the kids that watch him you know this white is kind of school rappers
2: yeah <laughs> this is kind of to the <laughs> Owen point about like i don't know i think i've just reached a point where i just don't care Like I see Speed and Kai Sinat popping up on my timeline and it's like not only do I not want to watch this, I just don't even care to know like who they are (laughs) or or what they do.
3: I'm more than okay to miss out on like all the stuff that's
2: going on there like i'm I'm loosely aware of them but i'm not like like like, (laughs) 10 years ago i would have been like i need to know who this is now and i need to like study up on them so i know going forward who they are i was
1: on twitter either yesterday or today and i saw a kai scenac clip and it was like him talking to madison beer i was like okay i know who madison beer is so i click on the i was like you know curiosity got the best of me so i click on it and they're like talking about this other streamer dude that apparently she's like i'm only friends with this streamer and he's like well what do you what, what happened in this event with this streamer and, and her like you guys like did this and i was like talking about all this stuff and all these people I had no idea what was going on dude it was so confusing such a weird experience
2: that's a tough feeling when we didn't you didn't know what
0: was going on but i bet most people probably
2: did but that, but when names are just flying over your head and it's like I don't know any of this, and it's like twenty, thirty names, and you're just like, I don't even know where to pick up the pieces on this one. That's a tough <laughs> feeling. I would feel very out of place and probably never return back to that website if that was me. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to know at least the, this kick thing's going on. But let's do Paddington, the bear, and next week on Should what I say we what watching? we're watching? Yeah, we're watching Paddington too
3: little franchise franchise mode.
2: And I heard they're making Paddington 3. They picked a director.
0: I just wow. have to say that um Alex has done really well to take over the movie, the movie watches cuz he kind of forced three movies in a row here. <laughs> no, That's...
1: I I I actually suggested Paddington 1 to Alex.
0: Yeah, yeah. actually yeah, Owen did
3: cuz I was originally going to pick The Revenant, which I think would have been a good watch. But then yeah. Owen name-dropped Paddington. I was like, "Damn. Because I I I had Paddington in the back of my mind. I just I guess it didn't come up that week for me, and then Owen kind of reminded me. So I well, guess not Owen, to... I can share it. But I did kind of force Adam's hand with Spider Man. So not to strange.
0: attack Owen too hard, but why do you want to watch Paddington two? Given the rating that you gave Paddington one,
1: which is what oh, he,
0: I think three stars from
1: what I saw. I think I gave it three and a half for four. Did I not?
0: Maybe three and a half. Definitely not four. But it was below let's... the average rating well,
1: that's a good that's a good score for me
0: oh so you're becoming like the strict critic now
1: <laughs> well three and a half that's a 70 percent. that's because I, I remember mean, you were roasting it wasn't you were allowed to give five it. stars
0: by the way like you said that yeah. to me
1: and i've given i mean you can anybody can check my profile oh it's Owen, owxn clark what is my it? last name no e <laughs> O-W-X-N and then Clark, <laughs> my last name, no E. They can add me on Letterbox and see I've given many five star reviews. So I'm not stingy with the five stars. But this is I mean, it's not a five star movie. I did Warrior really enjoy it. it, but it's not a five star movie. All right. Like, come on. Okay. What'd you
3: like? What'd you, what'd you not like?
1: I loved I loved Paddington. I mean, yeah. Paddington, me he stole the show.
0: 70%. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, he stole the show. He was incredible. I loved every scene he was in. I really enjoyed I thought he was a really cute bear. I liked his, um, the animation made him look really, I liked his like big eyes and stuff. He looked really cute and he was really endearing. Yeah. Um, and then the family was really nice too. The mom was really sweet. I really liked the mom and and the
3: dad when he came around too, was really nice. So I did really like the characters. I, I'd agree with Owen. Yeah. I, I think they did a really good part with the animation. Um, I was kind of locked in on Paddington. So, you know, maybe I'd like tune out a little bit when he wasn't on screen, but every time he was on screen, I was like, okay, like lock back in. Like I, I love, <laughs> I'd love when he was on scene. Um, I thought the voice acting was really, really good. Like when the guy, I don't know who did the voice acting for Paddington, but whenever Paddington would be super sad, I was kind of like, damn dude, like, my heart kind of hurts a little bit here. You know what I mean? When he like wrote the note and like left and stuff, yeah. that was sad.
2: Oh, um, couldn't agree more.
3: Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, like I said, I love the whole story. I thought the you know little adventures they were going on were fun, and um, I thought every single character was was quite interesting. I I didn't I don't think there was an annoying character. I thought they were all kind of interesting. I thought there was and played the role. Um, and then I don't know, there's something just super comforting about like high class England. Like it just I don't know what it is. I really don't. Like the house was super just made me feel good and just everything around like the family, like they seem kind of like loaded, you know what I mean? Like that house was kind of like really big. I just don't know what it is about like high class England that makes me feel really good. Um I love the I love the bathroom scene, that was a goaded scene from when he takes the earwax out of his ear with the toothbrush to where he's like paddling <laughs> on the ceiling with the, with the tub. Um, I like that part. Um, but overall it was a really enjoyable movie. So, and it made me like marmalade sandwiches. So, um, yeah, it was good.
2: I'm going to, I'm not even going to dignify Adam talking about Alex taking over the movie corner after he Charlie Horsed puss in boots after eternal sunshine i'm not even going to talk about that because he's the only guy to pick two movies in a row but i was hijacked the movie i forced you guys
0: to let me pick
2: twice in a row what was that phil never mind never mind i'm not going to dignify that i'm going to say about paddington the movie this, the first 15 minutes was maybe the best first 15 minutes of a movie I oh. have ever seen, dude. That yeah. was a, I literally, and I'm, you're going to call me, you're going to say this didn't happen. I cried in the first 15 minutes. Right. Wow. Respect, Phil. First cry. My mom was
1: getting misty-eyed too.
2: And it, it was the part when she was leaving him. Well, first yeah. of all, Uncle Pastuzzo, oh. that was heart-wrenching. When he found the hat and then the snow globe. I mean, I didn't know I got so attached to Uncle Pastuzzo in the first five minutes. And then he, oh, my, it just, that part hurt. Then she yep. abandons him. And w- when the tears came out was when she put the thing on him that said, please find this bear a nice home. Oh, and then when oh, he, and then oh. I started crying then. And then it came back again when he was on the thing <laughs> trying to talk to people, trying to talk to the guys. To, I just, oh, that
3: was, so sad. I my I just wanted to cry. Me too. When no one wanted to I wanted acknowledge to give him. Give him a hug. Yeah, that. that was, and then the oh my god, dude. And then when he's sitting all alone at the train station on his little little uh, his briefcase, little suitcase. Oh, oh no, dude. And those and he pigeons just, and- come, and he's super. He's been super polite to the pigeon, and he wants to give him a little piece of the bread. Oh
1: man. And the fact that he just never like takes off his hat. Like he just is holding on to that thing for dear life. Cause it was from his uncle, dude. Like he would, he just loved it. And I do want to say kind of moving off the first scene, the twist was incredible in this film. The twist was, I mean, for, 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 uh, you know, a movie that's supposed to be for kids, the yeah. twist where the explorers daughter wow. was actually the op, like the villain yeah. was just a great touch. I thought that was really cool.
2: Yep. That was good. I, I'm just I'm gonna say it I love this movie to the point where if I when I get an animal uh next I'm naming it Paddington dog Bro. cat <laughs> as long as it's not like a fish I'm naming an animal Paddington because this movie I don't know it hit home I gave it four and a half stars I don't hand out four and a half stars this movie was amazing
3: yeah yeah it it was really good it was. It beat my expectations. Honestly, i I didn't know if I was going to enjoy it as much as I did, but I thought it was perfect. From you know, like the action to the drama, comedy, it was funny. Like it was great.
0: I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. Um, I'm going to be honest. The lady, like the villain, was kind of um, like. Where are
2: you going with this?
0: I just wasn't a big fan of her as a villain like she was kind of annoying and um like I get she's a villain so you're not supposed to like like the villain but I thought it was a little too annoying but overall I thought the movie was great I loved the bathroom scene that was the best scene of the movie for sure um and I really i mean alex said he now loves like did you eat a marmalade sandwich well i've been eating marmalade sandwiches but it like reminded me i was like yeah do you, you haven't i don't had... think i've ever had one in my life but now i really want one
3: well i don't even know the difference between marmalade and jam is
0: i know there's a difference though but it's i've like, never had orange jam either so i haven't either i don't know if i'd be a fan of the orange jam but i think um, it. i think orange jam is
3: probably just marmalade <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, i don't know maybe but isn't there strawberry marmalade too isn't that a thing yeah i don't know. I think so oh, um, go on but he he made him and i love the emergency sandwich i mean that that was just great he kept it in yeah, his hat I'm well. to, so taught him that i, I kind of will had, like, hold on hold on hold your hold on to your thought i love the scene w- the, um, where he's going down the escalator and it says um Oh,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. what well, what did it say for the dog carry dog <laughs> He's carry, yeah, carry, carry dog. dog so he goes and finds a dog and it's like <laughs> and he stands on one leg and he was just yeah. interpreting all the signs wrong that was really funny
1: well the most yeah. hilarious scene was the pick when he chased down the pickpocketer that was the best oh thing. yeah and the cops are like we got a we got, we got an officer that's in distress and then they sound <laughs> the alarm
3: <laughs> that was that was
2: so what a great movie dude i'm <laughs> oh not taking gosh. any slander for this movie i i said one of the best kids movies ever and i've only seen it's only yeah. been a couple days but and and test the test that we came up with do i want more movie yes. yes which is why we're picking paddington too am i thinking about it just after watching it yes it checked every box it was amazing
3: it was a phenomenal movie Adam, Absolutely. what were you going to say before I cut you off there?
0: Well, I mean, I understand that, like, at the end, you have to make the ant reappear. But, like, I just wish that scene ended with the emergency sandwich because I thought it was kind of dumb to, like, throw the sandwich and then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she's like, haha, you almost got me. And then the ant comes up and randomly, like, knocks her off. I think it would have ended better with the sandwich saving the day. I can agree oh, with that. See, yeah. Yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah. That That's
1: was a kind fair of a consequential to me. I
0: thought it was a dumb way to end, uh, like, a, like a super intense. Such
1: a serious movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: I actually I, I got this text from Adam in the first ten minutes. I'll just read you what he said. I think I sent it to Owen, but this is Adam's thoughts play by play in the first half of the movie. Killing a character at the start of a movie is a number one airball. You don't even have a relationship with them. And I said I did. I had a relationship with Uncle Pastuzzo. And then Adam said a few minutes later. Yup, I'm gonna need an explanation here. There's a little bear with a suitcase in London metro station, and everybody just walks by like it's normal. It's a kids' movie.
3: (laughs) We don't (laughs) need that part. That
0: part was Hollywood because everyone's walking by him like it's normal for there to be a bear, and then the family adopts him, and suddenly everyone's like, "What? There's a talking bear with a suitcase?" And it's like, dude, 300 people walked by him yesterday, and no one, no one said anything, and now suddenly we're surprised so no. just,
3: everyone like ignored him though and no one no one cared everyone was too busy going on about their day Dude, it's a, a bear fun. there was a bear
1: yeah but it's a small little bear it almost looks like a teddy bear yeah it's yeah. like a giant grizzly
0: so you would just walk you would just yeah, walk if I,
1: if I had you know busy somewhere i was needed to be yeah i wouldn't stop and pet it
3: or play with it <laughs> I'm not going to lie boys like I don't even know if I could like rewatch that scene of him sitting alone at the train station. Dude, that's course. what like, I was That was actually it, fucking really hard.
2: I agree. I have such yeah. a weak stomach for that stuff, man. And the thing is <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I made up my mind that this movie was amazing in the first 10 minutes because I was not going to live in a world where I felt the way that I did about this bear sitting on the station and then being like, ah, the movie could have been better. That was so gut wrenching that it needed to get a good score for me to like, I feel a connection to Paddington. I just. And I love how the only thing he packed was
3: the marmalade (laughs) jars. Like that was awesome. (laughs) The full suitcase. That was great. Would you adopt a bear? Would you take oh. one in? Oh, I take Paddington yeah. in in a heartbeat, dude. Yeah. He can have my bed. I'll sleep on the floor. Like doesn't matter. Like
2: he
1: can sleep in the same bed. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like well, you know what was great when they had the bed made, and then he hopped up to the roof and then slept looking out the window. And that was great. Oh, yeah. the other the other gut wrencher was when he was writing the first letter at the window. Oh. And he said, "London's not like we thought it was." I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, dude, this is hurting yeah. me bad." Thinking about <laughs> the, them playing the tapes and practicing of going—I mean, it just uh, an
3: yeah. emotional attachment.
2: But, hey, great movie, though. Like, wow, I'm so happy I watched that. Honestly, me too. Me too. It's up there with me for in the elite tier. For movies we've yeah. seen i don't know how else and it's not
3: even it. made from uh like pixar or or disney or or any of those dreamworks like no you know typically yeah. those movies, kinds of movies are made by those guys but
2: yeah so so what are we thinking for paddington 2 what's gonna happen what do you think alex
3: well all i know is that i see him in like uh he, he ends up in, in like jail heat heat like, that's from the trailer. I do remember that. I do know that he's he ends up in jail somehow. Um, and he's wearing a cute little, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, when you go to like just like a j- jumpsuit, jumpsuit or whatever. I, I don't know. Um, he's got a little hat on and his little jail hat. It's it,
2: it looks like it's gonna be awesome. It has better reviews than the first one. Wow, apparently, it's better. Wow. Which, I'm not sure how it could be. This movie was was awesome. But I was kind of hoping that maybe he would go back to the deepest Peru and link up with uh, his retired aunt. Aunt, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I was kind of... So I think there's
1: like a heist. That's what I remember. Oh,
2: okay. 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 I'm excited either way. Oh, I can't wait to sink my teeth in this one. I guess uh, going around for scores, Adam, You, I think you'll have the lowest score. But you did like it. You just... You just said there were other kids' movies that were better.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'll. I'm giving it like an eight out of 10. Okay. So Owen's the
2: lowest score.
3: I'd probably give it a seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'd give
2: it 8.5. Yeah, I'll give it like 8.8. I thought it was fire. Yeah. So great. I'm glad Phil liked it. Great movie. Great pick.
3: Alex stays hot.
2: Yeah. (sighs) He's going out on the limb with these picks and they're and they're swishing. Yeah. What was
3: my what was the one before that? Spider Man. Oh, I guess I hate yeah. Adam.
2: I hate Adam. Cap. <laughs> it was pulp. No, that was Adams.
3: No, no, that was Adams. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that,
1: that was right. Adams.
3: Oh, it was it was, was dog day afternoon. But oh, that yeah, wasn't yeah. that hot of a but it was good. But it was a good watch. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wasn't okay.
2: bad. Mm-hmm. I will say, I sent this to Adam this week because it was obviously Father's Day. Um, And I saw somebody made a tweet that said, Happy Father's Day. And it was the picture of the woman from Tar saying, I'm Petra's father. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That movie, I kind of want to rewatch. I don't know why. I know it was so lame, but I'm kind of down to throw it back on. It just kind of sticks with you. So, yeah. But we'll be back in a week. Um, Riggs going to have 10 steps to fix the flames which I cannot wait to hear what those are um, I'm trying to think of what else we'll do Paddington 2 hopefully there'll be some NBA trades I think there will be and, draft yeah draft and yeah I guess we'll kind of see what comes down the pipe maybe we could if nothing happens we'll get uh, Ethan to give us some uh, draft advice I guess would be good but uh, yeah I give today 10 10 10 and good to see. So we'll be back a week from today. That's the 27th. So yeah. Talk to you guys. Then.